Well, welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for uh, the NBA on today, December 14th. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. And hey, good to see screenshots in the chat. Kind of wish they'd been my screenshots, but at the same time, I'm glad someone won that money. And I'm glad it was us and that not everybody played the same bad plays that I did. We can look at them for one second since it's the basketball show. I did not wind up playing this amount of Hartenstein. There were other value that opened up, like Dyson Daniels and Herb Jones. Ouch. Now, can we learn a lesson from that? Yes. So Dyson Daniels and Herb Jones were the early value. I clung to them, and I lost thousands and thousands of dollars for it. No, because obviously Ingram was fine, McCollum was fine. But I looked back to some of my earlier builds yesterday and saw... I was on 67% Giannis Antetokounmpo with which 60% Brandon Ingram. So yes, you couldn't have wound up playing the Jackson Hayes thing, but you could have punted over to the other uh, Bane starter. Metu did wind up starting as well. I don't think that I would have stuck with the San Antonio plays, but my general point is, oh, I wish I had stuck with those top plays. But, oh yeah, this is not the football show this is the basketball show i don't think i had anything oh yeah i have a new um a new evergreen video out you guys should check it out if you're a relatively new viewer and you uh you hear me talk about the satellite strategy and it doesn't make make sense to you about what is positive how could something be positive expected value this is gambling uh well it is if you play with overlay and you plan for overlay then you can have positive expected value um and that's why i uh play a 37 dollar satellite every night because it makes sense. I mean, it's just math. Now, we'll start off today over here with the, the wing rules. So we've got two rules, I think, that I put for this slate so far. Yeah. And there will be maybe more as the slate opens up. It's a little tough to tell what's going on with Utah today. Markinen's out. I think I saw him get hurt or something. Um, that And that's where we're getting a ton of value. It's unclear exactly who all is going to play. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, Zubat's foul trouble, it's max one of Zubat's or Plumley or Tice because it was Plumley and now it's Tice. Uh, and then we go over here to those players and we we goose their projections to, you know, Zubat's 34-ish, Tice like 24-ish, something that's towards the top end of either Zubat's does or does not get in foul trouble. And then you do the same thing with closing. So if you, if and this is only in circumstances where you know there's an issue. So you go to pop, if you're like, Okay, who closes for um, Sacramento? Okay, we go to Popcorn Machine and we pull up the um, the game logs and we zoom in for the sake of the video. And we see, okay, who closed this game? It was a huge blowout and so who cares, right? We, we, I was like, okay, we've got Kessler Edwards closing this game. What happened exactly? So we really need a close game to tell who's going to, like for the rule, right? The, the rule is not meant for 20-point blowouts. In a 20-point blowout, you are screwed. So, I mean, that's that's all there is to it. Do not hold out hope. Last night, did not hold out hope. It was over. It was over as soon as, I mean, honestly, as soon as Herb Jones and um, CJ McCollum and everybody was like one for 10 on layups in the first quarter, it didn't even matter about the foul trouble. You can't get one for 10 on layups and win like the big money. Okay. Anyway. Um, okay. So now you can see who closed before. Again, it looks like they closed with the scrubs at the very end. Uh, but we had Barnes and Murray and Malik Monk. And anyway, so my point is you have two out of three of Barnes, Murray, and who else is in this group? 
uh, Lyles, maybe you would know who else was in that group. Yeah. Murray, Herder, Barnes, and Lyles. I'm not really sure what's going on with the swing situation. And so then I would go over here, and I haven't done this yet, actually. Herder, yep, that's way too low. So we bump him up to, like, he gets the closing minutes. If he goes off, he goes off. And then we go over to um, Harrison Barnes. I don't really think it's as likely that he closes. He seems dusty, but and maybe we get the beginning of the season, Harrison Barnes, and he goes off. He always has a great beginning of the season. Whoever trains him. Like, legitimately no joke at all. Whoever is training Harrison Barnes over the summer should be hired by an uh, NBA team. He's incredible. Like, I, I don't know of anybody else whose summer trainer is, like, legendary. Like, you have to account for his summer trainer in DFS, which is nuts. So I'll probably wind up at some Keegan, Keegan Murray after seeing that. Right? Because so if I go to the most recent game, Keegan Murray was closing. Yeah. Okay, just making sure that he was, like, possible to close. I, it's definitely possible they close with someone random over him, though. Okay, and it doesn't look like we get the Lyles. He's just too expensive. So we apply all those changes, and we see. doesn't matter. Presumably it does. At this point in the day, THT and Colin Sexton seem to probably be big values. Maybe Ke Kelly O as well with, with Markinen back out, and I think also with Kelly now priced down. It's still at 5K. I don't know. That's We'll see. Doncic at 55% seems great. If I can get really get 55% Doncic, that would be awesome. I just don't really see the value, so I'll have to kind of look at what it's doing to get to those Doncic lineups. But Kamara, Tice. Okay, so yeah, we're going to use up our Tice allocation. Fair enough. I don't see any other backups that I really am racing to play today. I mean, maybe like Japan. Well, Jabari Walker's been priced up now for a while, plus who knows what's going on there with that rotation. I don't really want to play 65% Jared Allen against Boston at 35%. Boston's good defensively. I don't they don't really have anybody that can match up with Jared Allen, but he's not exactly an assertive player. Okay, yeah, this is fine. Kelly O, THT, and Colin Sexton. At this point in the morning, the very early morning. The Utah news is the only news. Uh, if we get other news, I'd probably pivot off it. I am happy to be back to 20 lineups. It feels a lot freer here at this point in the day, and I know it will be a lot freer for late swap. Uh, okay, so I think that's more or less all I got to say. Again, you go in here for the wing rule. It's a group rule. You have the choice of stack. I don't ever make stack rules because why am I using Sabersim? Uh, group rules and aggregate rules are what I use. So aggregate rules are like the owners, geo mean of ownership rule and um, group rules are these ones with like the wings or foul trouble where you want use no more than two players from this group. And then you edit the group, which is what we're doing. So if you want to add somebody to the group, you just click. So like a reasonable rule to add would be a Utah rule, right? Play no more than two of three of, and then include not just the two starters like I am, like these two, you know, uh, THT and Sexton, but there's pro there's got to be like a third guy in that mix, right? That could also smash. Julian Strother at forty one percent. Oh my gosh, yikes! Well, let me tell you how much I'm having. Not very much because was that an injury? It was an injection. We have to have an injection and Cantavius uh, Caldwell Pope. So what are we saying for Cantavius? If Cantavius is in. No, okay, we're saying Kentavious is he's fully out, fine. Then we might see some Strother. 
We might see some straw there. But I mean, like we still didn't really, I don't know. What's his what's his price? 4,600. This is not the same straw there price that we had on the last slate. I just can't, I, I can't get excited about that. I mean, if he starts, maybe I pivot some, but as a starting place for the day, maximum chalk strother still feels wrong compared to these other values. I mean, my, not compared to Lugens Dort. I'm not. Oh wow, the price on Dort is nuts. Forty three hundred. Never mind. That's incredible. Okay, so I'll react to the slate more later, and you guys can hear that as the day goes on. But for now, remember you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. Might as well be us. Yes.